It's happening, dear listeners. A break in the shadows. A bastion that held against hawks swirling around our sheep and vigilant wolves. Hurt, tired, empty, but alive. With life comes strength, weary or no. And with strength, victory is made possible, manifest. Even now I ache as I lean over my journals, recounting all of their tales and pains. The world around them shivering, fighting for warmth. I've come so far, nearly broken and failing. My words spilling unbidden in attempts to salvage them. But here, the resolute are made, and directions are chosen. Here we begin to see heroes, and see their cloying, burgeoning chance to cling at hope. Please join with me to pray it does not strangle them. Hi there, Internet. Welcome back to uh, Dramatic Vampire Times. Called by us, the traveling drunk and ugly show. Where do we travel? To Innistrad. Cross the inner tubes. Into their ears. To Gen Con. Hopefully. A journey of the mind. Uh, Last time on uh, Curse of Innistrad, uh, having prepared the basics of a plan to execute, as we've discussed previously, involving um, the uh, creating metal skeletons to give embodiment to a number of spirits that make up the spiritual possession that moves towards more estates uh, every night. They continued the process of enabling this plan and having uh, spoken with, um, firstly, an individual from the estate itself about the state of affairs, and then Grimhild speaking with her twin sister, who spoke of Moore's current distress and intent to bring an end to this plan. Um, They readied themselves for a coming siege, uh, setting up a number of traps, creating... uh, moderate toxins, uh, preparing defenses, and bringing in those who could help. Uh, Some not entirely intentionally. (laughs) Armed with new equipment and plans as masterfully crafted as possible, they sat down in wait for the conflict as the night fell upon them. But as uh, the hour was drawing ever closer to an unknown time of beginning fight, uh, there was a scream off in the distance that of what sounded to be a young woman. And when I say young, I don't mean... Young girl would be more accurate to say. Someone barely into their teens. And so that is where we come back in. The cry has rung through the night, somewhat echoing around the hills. The foggy state of Shadowgrange as a whole, alongside the fact that darkness has fallen, limits vision to obscure. You can't quite see where it's coming from other than near the town, slightly away from here. Doesn't seem to be that far off at this point in time, though. I presume everyone stays in play. Yep. Um, unless... Are we going to initiative time? Not yet. Like, were there any young girls in the village? Because we're like a shitty merchant, and that's basically 90% of the people who live there. There are a number of people who live there. They're not... Many of them aren't in great states or aren't oh, seen out Oh, one of them was often. a ghost. 
There was a ghost little girl. I think the map that was up there had like 50 houses on it. Yeah, but I think uh, most of them were empty by this point. Uh, definitively not. Like, there's a number okay. that are empty, and generally you didn't see a lot of people moving throughout the town, generally. Occasionally you would pass by individual people, as well as uh, the uh, Bitter Hearts do do a lot of trading through this area. Um, and the town is still technically a town. It's a town that is nearly dead, but it is still a town. There are people who live here. Uh, often they are brought the pastries by uh, Morgantha, as you've seen before. Mm-hmm. Okay, then I mean, yeah, there's not much to. I'm a monster who hunts monsters, so there's a <laughs> sure. Um, uh, maybe Conrad and Ruprecht could go. Are um are are vampires capable of illusions? Yes. Is there any sort of like roll to disbelieve thing? Uh, yeah, there is. One sec. Be uh, what? Will or Christmas? Not will. Uh, no, no, no. It's not a saving throw. Um, investigation. Okay, I will try that. All right, that gets me 12 plus 4 is 16. By all accounts, it seems real. It rings off the walls and doesn't seem to fade out. Doesn't seem to be a fake source of noise. (sighs) All right, I'm going to go check it out. Get back quickly. Yes, I I do plan to. My my hunch is... That they may be trying to do this to get us out of position, and uh, I'm sure they are, but I can't not. Right. Oh, Sam, we heard the scream. The damage is probably already done, but yes, I will canter my horse in that direction. Okay. Um, make me a perception check as the thundering of Ruprex's hooves and the rain-streaked ground uh, leave deep furrows in the mud behind you. Pretty good that one. Uh, eighteen. Okay. As the storm begins to pick up even more, the howling of winds muffling things but not silencing them, uh, you begin to hear quick sounds of splattering uh, impacts, feet hitting into mud and rain. And you see ahead of you a young girl, um, tattered dress, mud-streaked face and hair, and a line of blood next to her face with a man standing behind her, dressed in eloquent black and a red choker, has his hair slicked back and is running a hand next to his cheek that even through the rain you can see is smudging off something from the corner of his mouth. He is just walking slowly after this girl who is stumbling through the slicked mud. Oh, damn. Where do you go to in this state of affairs? You are coming up upon them from in front of where the girl is running. I'll simply come up upon them. Not like I can hide. Sure. Um, The girl keeps her stumbling run and ends up seeing you ahead. And while she seems to hesitate slightly in a moment of shock at seeing such a large and radiant beast as Ruprecht, she immediately tries to huddle and hide behind him, uh, staining his side with the mud and dirt. The man keeps walking up, and even from this distance, you can tell there is no subtlety left here. You can see the black sclera in his eyes and the glint of gold. I said to hold there. And on what authority do you say that? You can, as he approaches, you can hear less rain pattering against the ground, silent in his footsteps. The authority of a man that's running out of patience. Then you've chosen the wrong place in Innistrad to be, my friend. <sighs> so have you, I'm afraid. 
the girl cowers down, hiding her uh, face behind uh, her arms, trying to lean back against the tough flank of Ruprecht, breathing heavily, panically. What did he do? She just clutches at the side of her neck, but stays, says nothing still. And you can see uh, a few lines and streaks of blood there, washing amongst rain and dirt. He bit you. Did he do anything else? Anything else? He tried to kill me. Well. And she stabbed me. I think that puts us enough in fair. Return her and we'll be done for now. <laughs> well done, girl. Very brave. Now then, are you here by happenstance? Who do you speak to? Who are you saying this to? The, the vampire. Deliberate. Here. Though I'm certain you're aware of that. He keeps walking closer to you, seeming not to mind your presence. You see closer that his uh, hair is slicked back, completely black, his skin similarly dark. And he isn't smiling, but seems to have a mirth on his voice. You can postpone your death until later with the rest of your friends if you hand her back. If you walk away now, you can postpone your death to when you attack. Interesting. So who's correct, I wonder? Um... He lowers himself down, kind of in a side posture, and you see him reach for a knife at his side. Put my hand on my, uh, on my shovel. I've killed many vampires. How many paladins have you killed? Enough to know how your weakness. Uh, roll me initiative. Everybody? Just him for now. Okay. This isn't the full-on fight. This is just the appetizer. Um, as always, I just get what I roll, and that's an 11. Okay. <clears throat> the man, the vampire, rushes up towards you from the few feet distance there is left, and jabs the dagger up at you over Ruprecht, trying to dig it into the area on your leg. That is a 24 to hit. That'll hit basically anyone. That deals... Eight slashing damage as he cuts it through the side, pulling it out the side of your leg, and you hear the grating against metal. It's not All deep, right. but it's painful. That reduces to five from my uh, heavy armor mastery. Yes, indeed. As he twists it back, though, he goes for a second strike. That's a crit. Tell me more. Uh, and that does 13 points of slashing damage. All right, down to 10. He twists the blade as it comes cutting out of the metal, and you feel the pain continue through your leg, but he pulls back to step back from uh, Ruprecht's mass. Uh, not very far, just trying to almost circle around you like a shark. It's your turn. All right. All right, so I'm going to uh, pull the battle axe and try to bring it down on him. Okay, roll me that attack. Ooh, good one. Uh, that is 26. Yeah, that, that'll hit. <laughs> And I'm feeling kind of spicy. Going to use a level one divine smite. All right. And of course, it gets the extra one because he is undead. Yeah. So I believe that's 3d6 radiance on top of the normal. 3d8. 3d8. Yes. If you say so. I'll double check, but I'm pretty sure. Uh, you might be right. Yep. 3d8. Nice. So in response to his uh, knife, I come down with... Uh, 16 radiant and 12 normal. 12 slashing. Ooh, that, that is a real hit. Uh, you impact him over the back as he tries to worm around you. Catch him at the edge of the shoulder, and as he crouched down, it impacts just left of his spine. You hear a heavy crack even amongst the rain, and the silence dissipates. 
as it's immediately followed with a burst of white light that seems to tear at his muscles, and he pulls back in pain, hissing at you. Good trade. I believe you still get an extra attack. Yes, I do, actually. <laughs> You're correct. Uh, 20? Yeah, that'll hit. Okay. I'll pass on the radiant for this one. Need some for the big battle. Uh, it's nine slashing. Get a smaller hit on him. Yeah, uh, once again, you bury it into his side, this time not nearly as deep or with the explosion of force, but it cuts into the already existing cut, and you can see ligament sever and the white of bone beneath his flesh. He cries out lightly, but grits his teeth and looks up to you. He looks to the side and away from you, and like checking for his outs in the rain and fog-covered road. His confidence, not leaving his expression, but... His eyes betray him. The girl's about to attack me, isn't she? Uh, Ruprecht's turn. <laughs> Great. I mean, tiny child vampires are never a problem. Ever. Right, so I'll have him rear back on his legs and try to put a hoof print in this thing's face. Hell yeah. Um, let me look at the warhorse uh, listing. If a uh, horse 16. Faster, That'll hit. If nice. a horse is faster than a vampire, you could just grab her and bounce. It's true. I'm mad, though. That's fair. All right, that's going to be 12 bludgeoning damage. Shit, all right, yeah. With a heavy impact, Ruprecht leans back, vapor turning into steam in the air from his nostrils as he impacts a hoof directly into the vampire's face, and you hear a snapping noise as a stream of blood flies out from the section it hit. The vampire reels back, This time, as much as that he still seems to have the fear in his eyes, it not only shows on his face, but also this look of indignant confusion. How about now? (laughs) You'll die. You'll all die. Eventually, not now. The girl from behind you, you hear more splattering noises in the dirt. And it's not hard to see with simply a turn of your head that she has already continued trying to limp away back further towards the church, away from this conflict. Alright. The vampire looks about, the time will come. It will, I swear on it. And he tries to retreat, dodging outward. Uh, He does disengage and begins running. Okay. Does he cause an attack of opportunity? He disengages. No, disengage, sorry, duh. I'm so used to that not being a thing in D&D that people do. (laughs) It's, it's It's a good thing that they added, I think. Yeah. He runs a notable distance down the road, farther than you could run, but not farther than your horse can run. Okay. It's your turn. I'm going to spend an action on Divine Sense. Sure. Why do that? Just trample him. I can. The horse. Horse doesn't need an action for Divine Sense. That's true. (laughs) But just trample him already. I think he wants to catch the girl before she is out of range of it. I just want to double check. Because this seemed, this could have been a setup. I don't know, though. If it were a setup, wouldn't she have just fucking stabbed you in the back while you were... Uh... I'll know, because if she sneaks into the church when no one's paying attention, then she could do a lot more damage. Yeah, that's fair. Okay. Way, I, I like sense. that warhorses have tra- trampoline charge. As long as you go at least 20 feet straight, you have a chance of putting them prone. Yep. This, this is important because I need to look up the exact wording on, div- on that ability again. For a number of reasons, actually. It's like we're stock it. traders. We know it's a trap. Yeah, if, you want to, if you want to just read it for me, that would save me time. Sure. Which one? Trampling charger? D- 
divine no, no, sense. No, no. Oh, okay. Oh, like, I know the location of any celestial fiend or undead within 60 feet of me that is not behind total cover. Okay. And also the presence of any place or object consecrated or desecrated. And I know the type cool. of uh, any of such beings. All right. Um, so there are four total things you sent. Firstly, oh directly beneath you is a celestial. Sorry? Directly oh? beneath you is a celestial. Right, right, yes, right. <laughs> Your horse is celestial. <laughs> That's right. Um, the man fleeing from you, not quite outside of 60-foot range, he is definitely undead. Yeah. Um, the girl leaving out from behind you is also undead. But finally, there is another signal of something undead coming from one an awning of a building uh, not too far away, just kind of low-pressed, not completely in shadow, but standing crouched low. You probably would have had difficulty noticing them, but the divine sense leads its way to you. Similarly, undead. Do I, like, notice anything about it now that I can look in that direction? Uh, yeah, make just a reflexive perception check. Tell me how much you pick up. Um, 16. <clears throat> it's generally dressed in something gray, a cloak of some sort, probably. Lowered itself very low. Um, based on the general size of it, probably is small. Smaller than an adult, anyway. Um, an adult human, obviously. Um, it's hard to pick up too much about it, other than the fact that it's hanging under uh, an awning. And the fog and rain and darkness do you no favors. Sure. Where do you say, where do you say the blood on the... On the child was? Uh, around her neck level, a bit high up. Kind of looks like it caught under her jaw. Okay. And no, like, trail from the corner of the mouth or anything like that? Not that you could see, but she had a number of blood and mud smeared across her, so very possibly it could have been. Okay. I mean, they're not stupid. Fair enough. All right. Still gonna try and trample that guy running away before he goes and gets some supernatural healing. Sure. Um... So it took an All right. So as, yeah. So that takes up yours. Yeah. So uh, you can. Uh, does how does your things work with your mount? One sec. When you cast spells, does it also work on your mount? I forget. If, if I have a spell, I can cast it myself. I can also apply it to the mount. Interesting. I, I'm not saying you should use your bonus action to do anything, but I was just thinking like you could use your bonus action to misty step with your horse and get somewhere and then run over someone from a new spot. That fucking rules. I could, but I would also like to just trampling charge him. Oh yeah, no, for sure. Sure, don't do that right now. It would be a waste. I'm just thinking like, damn, that's cool. <laughs> yeah, it's a thought that has crossed my mind before. All right. <clears throat> oh yeah. Uh, yeah. Hoof crit. Hell yeah. Yeah, Ruprecht <laughs> stomps down the road, splaying small stones, mud, and rain behind him as he thunders down atop the vampire, who turns back and a look of utter terror crosses his face, all pretension and smugness gone <laughs> oh shit i right. fucked up i fucked up and i forget a crit is just double the dice yeah double the dice uh add the flat modifier as usual if uh, if extra dice get added such as with divine smite or the like those also get doubled uh he can't get divine smite i don't yeah. believe but no, like I, does does trample do extra dice of damage or does that just prone that's it it, it forces him to make a strength check against 14 or go prone yeah and if he is prone the horse gets a bonus action yeah, it gets a bonus attack. Jesus. That's rude as hell. Ooh, boy. By God, can you stop a mud hole in him? <laughs> Avacyn is my witness. He's killed. 
<laughs> all right, that is uh, 22 bludgeoning damage. Ooh, boy, all right. And a DC 14 strength save. Uh, he makes that. Okay, I do not get so, another attack. With a sprinting run, you impact into his back, and you see as Ruprecht almost just steps up him, and you hear the snapping of bones and the breaking of skin and ligaments, and the man falls over for a moment before rolling to the side, uh, narrowly avoiding being completely crushed by the back feet of Ruprecht. He seems battered and barely breathing. <laughs> uh he still seems furious, but a terrified fury, and he is barely looking at you as he looks toward any other place to be. All right, so I just have to wor- worry about vampires, Spider-Man, and uh, and and the 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 daughter of Morrer Estate. <laughs> Great. Um, back at the top, you see is just the slightest amount of his multitude of wounds tries to close itself. <laughs> it barely seems to make much progress; only a few bones being obscured from your vision. Uh. Once again, he will attempt to disengage and flee from your sight, breaking this the, barely the line of sight by uh, winding between uh, buildings. Hmm. It's your oh. turn. Uh, the girl, I skipped her thing, but she's continuing to do the exact same progress. Sure. Stumbling walks away, uh, heading I- pretty directly <laughs> for the church. I can't wait till she like gets into sight of the church and like puts on an act like, oh my goodness, I'm safe. Or like holds out her hand to like Grove or something, and then just gets shot in the head by an arrow because Grove doesn't give a fuck. <laughs> or like he pulls out something, looks at it, and then shoots her. Um. Okay. So your turn. Oh, jeez. Could Misty step? He's probably invisible, like an asshole. I'll let you know. Most vampires can't do magic. It's easier for them to learn magic yeah. than other people, but uh, most okay. don't. Also, he took his action to disengage. He yeah, took his true. action to disengage. Otherwise, he'd be. St- chopped and horsed to death. <laughs> yeah, basically. Chorsed. I mean, it's also worth noting, you can just hold your action to attack yeah. and have Ruprecht go after him. I am going to do literally that. Okay. Uh, and then Once again, storming around the corner with a series of, of skidding dirt and stones launching off as he makes a hard turn, Ruprecht comes bearing down on the body of the vampire around the corner. Uh, make your attack. All right, that's gonna hit unless his AC has gotten better. Uh, no, <laughs> it has not. So we're gonna bring the axe down with another thirteen damage slashing. Okay. Uh, once again, you cut deeply into his flesh and push him down right before the charging body of Ruprecht. Uh, can you get the extra attack off of a held action? You cannot. That is the one thing you cannot do. It only works on your turn. All right, hooves. But not trampling hooves, because it wasn't a straight line. This is correct. Which is why he made the juke. Yeah, that's about all you can do. <laughs> he learned to, to, to weave. Bop and weave, bop and weave. Whew. Uh, 14 bludgeoning damage. Uh, how does Ruprecht Stomp kill this man? Uh, probably the axe takes him down, and then it just goes one hoof to the back, one hoof to the back of the neck. The, the camera cuts real quick into the hoof co- coming down, and you see... He has horseshoes made of living wood. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> These are really shitty horseshoes, but they murder the fuck out of him. Yeah, it's so great. badass. So, it's so impressive. The horse, they're made of wood and in the shape of Avacyn's collar. We're going to have to put the horse, horse down. They are. Six hours. <laughs> I think, actually, though, we cut up to just this look of uh, 
Conrad up on top of the horse, just enough of the mane in shot, pulling the axe back and looking down grimly as with a slight shake, there is a crack followed by another crack and then silence. Just doesn't have a face anymore. That's one. So out of curiosity, how quick is the transformation of vampirism? It's really unknown for the most part. The church doesn't condone experimenting with it, you know? Yeah. I'm just curious uh, how how soon the divine sense would pick up someone who's been fed blood. Uh, why don't you make me a uh, medicine check? Medicine? Medicine. Fine. Ooh, 17. Um... It can vary. It's norm. It normally takes uh, at least a couple hours for any signs to show up. You haven't like done a lot of experimenting with divine sense for this specific purpose because the situation doesn't come up all the time, you know. Yeah. But that said, like the times it comes up, like if they were literally just bitten, probably doesn't show up as being uh, undead. Um, all right. But again, time varies, and it's not an exact science. It's faith. <laughs> Sure. I'm really, I'm really kind of surprised that the Innistrad vampires don't do like a shovel head tactics, like from the Masquerade. I don't know what that is. Uh, when when one sect of vampires starts like attacking a city, they'll just like go into a club and grab like 30, 40 people and embrace them all. Oh, I know why. Well, because Innistrad has a way lower population than a modern city. Also, they're condescending assholes and don't want to just bring in everyone. They're not good enough. I mean, no, but literally, though, yeah. I mean, the vampires and the masquerade are also like that. They just murder them after they've done the work or if they like proved exceptionally powerful or loyal. Then they're like, oh, yeah, yeah but these ones would have to share. They don't want to share food. Yeah, they already have Innistrad, right? Like they don't need to take over anyway. Um, OK, so what do you do? This oh. body below oh. your horse. Try to catch up with the girl or do you have to do anything to a vampire? It's It's gone, right? Vampire's gone, right? Oh, yeah. No, they just fucking die. <laughs> like, okay. <laughs> kill a vampire. I, if we need to clean up, we'll clean up later. I'm gonna, like, right. unless he's a really good actor, he's just <laughs> dead. <laughs> Real good. A very, <laughs> very good actor. I'm going to try and catch up to the girl. Um. Okay. Make me an intelligence saving throw. <sighs> oh, boy. Um, I'm pretty good at all saving throws, but not this one in particular. So what are your proficients? Charisma strength for Falcons? Uh, Charisma wisdom. Uh, that makes sense. Maybe strength later, if I get the feet. Um, 17. Okay. There is a sensation that washes over you, and you're not entirely certain what it is for a moment until you look at the road, and it seems to swim for a moment, uh, almost turning like waves. Gosh, shit. You're not specifically sure what it is, but you feel it cloying at the sides of your head. Would it be fair to guess that it's knife poison? No, it doesn't seem to be that. Oh. You're not specifically sure what it is, um, but it fades out almost as if nothing happened, but you're not sure. Uh, however, from a similar motion of swaying from Ruprecht, you can tell that he is probably experiencing something similar. However, he seems to keep moving with it stuttering this way and that, almost tripping over his own legs. Hmm. I'll keep my head on a swivel. It's vampire bullshit. Yeah, I know it is. <laughs> um, okay. Uh, he, will st he still follows your commands and tries to walk, but is doing so poorly. <laughs> Stupid awning robe wizard. <laughs> Poor drunk horsey. Make me one more perception check. 
You got it. Luck's running out. <laughs> um, perception, uh, nine. The only thing you particularly notice that stands out is when you look back towards that awning, that figure is gone. Yep. Uh, we're going to cut back to everyone else. Yep, go ahead. I'll be here. Um, let's see. Those on top of the roof, uh, Grimhill. I mean, I guess Nick can make it too. So yeah, everyone makes me a perception check. Uh, Nick, you're a bit far from the thing you'd be noticing, so make it at disadvantage. There it is, six. Yo, I also have trouble with skill rolls sometimes. Ten. Is there any advantage for those of us high up? Nope. I will say advantage for the dog. Dog vantage. 22 anyway. Okay, I'm rolling the dogs. Oops, sorry. Getting lost. Confused. I can do this. I promise. <laughs> dog got a net 20. Okay. Uh, Faustus can also make this. Question. If you're rolling on advantage, roll two net 20s, can something special happen? 12. Sure, why not? Yeah, I'll, I'll say that I'll make something special happen if you guys get double nat 20s. Okay. Double okay. nats. So um, has to roll still two. Oh no, he got the 11, my bad. 11, yeah. Grimhild from right next to you, where he would kind of bedded down in the ivy, you see Yu's ears perk well, up. I sit in a chair. but No, he's okay. nestled in the ivy. Oh, right, right, sorry. Uh, you see his ears perk up from between the leaves, and he slightly raises himself to a prowl, and he begins a low growl. I'm gonna subtly, like, pull out a mirror, one of my silver mirrors, and kind of, like, hold it in my lap and point it to where he's looking so I can kind of see at least looking out that uh, obviously moving. Sure. Um, a similar time at this point, Illyria, you see a dark shape approaching from the east kind of entering the area next to the traps. Um, it's low to the ground, doesn't seem to be humanoid, but that's about as much as you pick up. Um, can you circle blurb about where I see it? About here. Okay. Um, she will signal to Grove about the movement. Uh, but, uh, Grimhild, you see a wolf, a singular wolf. Uh, gray and fur, kind of matted, but it walks very calmly and seems to have something in its mouth. Uh, a small black tube. Uh, question. Does this wolf look like the one that gave me a he? It does, in fact, look like that one. You hold. He keeps a very low growl. It's barely audible, but he keeps it up, but doesn't move, bracing himself amongst the ivy. Um, let me see. I think if it's showing up, like, over here, they'll probably have to go either under the rope. No, it's, it's over here. It's got a token. Of east? Oh, okay. That means it would basically avoid all of the traps if it just went straight to uh, it. would have to step over the line here, but yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's one of the more visible lines, probably, so... Sure. Anyway, it's just calmly padding toward you. I'll, like, hold up a hand so any of my peeps can see me and be like, like a hold hand. Like, a don't fuck, don't do anything crazy. Also, uh, Nick should update his max HP on his pog, because his meter is overfilling. My power overwhelming! <laughs> Fair enough. Um, I'll motion to the dog to like avoid the trap, like this way. Get the fuck over here. Okay. Yeah, it, it calmly pads towards you in the direction you indicate, and as it reaches you, it doesn't quite get completely within range. Actually, it would stay here, but it leans down and sets the tube of what seems to be black leather, capped with uh, electrum. Looks at you expectantly, and then turns around and starts walking back the, at a much quicker pace. Okay, and it's not within reach? 
it never reached within uh, five feet. It didn't like push it at me so I could get to it easier. Come on, dog. <laughs> have you get it for you? Uh, no, I'll grab it real quick and then get back to my position. God damn it. The vampire truly is an insidious beast. <laughs> uh, Illyria, up at the front, as the storm continues to grow and start to howl, you can see another shape moving towards you. This one from the road, a stumbling figure um, moving through uh, uh, up the dirt and pebble-strewn path. Does this stumbling figure by chance appear to be a small girl? It does, in fact, seem to be so. Caked with dirt, and from here you can't tell much else. Poke Grove and mimic looking in a mirror. Mirror checking her immediately? I mean, we heard a screaming person. We're expecting vampires to come in. Eh. Up to you. Uh, no. I could see Grove or Grimhild immediately doing that. Well, Grove is going to go like and kind of like not roll his eyes, but just be like grumble as he turns you around didn't to. You it first. Well, no, more that he. Because well, he doesn't even see her. <laughs> That's he true. doesn't see her, and he doesn't want anything coming from behind, because they didn't prep very well for it. So yeah, he'll turn around and walk to the roof, uh, probably to the closest overhang to the girl. Uh, she about, uh, oh, let me see how far out that is. Boop, 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 boop. About 80 feet out. Um, trips, and you see kind of a twist in her leg, and she just kind of impacts into the dirt. She turns over and begins clutching her leg, but it doesn't move closer for the time being. So I'm laughing, though, because Grove's like, perfect bait. Like, I... Valeria's starting to feel bad, like, well, maybe I am getting too paranoid these days. I'm, like, I know Grove's been real buddy-buddy with people, but, like, he wasn't gonna save this girl. Like, he wasn't gonna leave the no. position, and now he's probably, like, good bait. Conrad will come and fix it, but, like, he can yell at me later. Whatever. Um... Over a course of the next several seconds, uh, she does start moving again, but much poor, uh, much poorer and even slower than before. Is she, like, pulling herself with her arms, or did she get back up? She stands up, but is barely testing that leg. Anyway. Um, oh. Well, yeah, so I hate the fact he hates the fact that he had to leave positions, but, like, when things go off, he'll go off. He'll probably move to, like, right here. So that he can, I don't know what the steeple or the way of the church lays out, but he'll be. No, that's fine. There's, there's roof of it. all of this it's sloped, and it's not the most convenient to stand on. But whatever, I'm letting you're fine at doing this. Don't worry about. it. I'm just explaining for everybody at home. But yeah, he's sure. gonna sit here and um, watch. So uh, I'm not sure if like my selection box is visible. Can you see the selection box I'm making? Where? Okay, so it's not. Okay, so from this point of the church, kind of up to here, for the most part is the mm -hmm. highest point, and there's a platform from about here to here. That's all the Bell's Tower okay. stuff. Everything else yeah. is roof, and that is difficult terrain, but beyond that, it's fine. That's fair. Uh, he'll get here and just kind of sit and be angry that he can't overlook the, the where we think it's going to happen, but sure, he's not going to help this girl until she's in, like, yelling range. Sure, okay. Uh, Faustus. Yeah. Well, excuse me, I need to check a thing. Uh, do you have the description of your Borb spell available, or what's its name again? Uh, Liamin's Tiny Hut. Liamin's Tiny Hut. It's just Here a blue opaque sphere, right? Or half sphere. Yeah, just, okay, that wouldn't work. Never mind. Um, yeah, well, there was a thing I was going to do, but I'm realizing how it works, and that doesn't actually affect you. Um, so never mind, apologies. 
Um, Conrad, um, you've continued making your way back up the road. Um, you're now about in uh, vision range of the church. You're still moving faster than this limping girl, even with the poor state of Ruprecht. Um, so you're about here. She has uh, continued meandering up in with much difficulty. All right. And you can see Grove just hanging out on the side of the roof, like watching her and like looking around. Yeah, sure. I'll just shout out. Hold there. Um, yeah, he wants to get about if an earshot. It barely carries over the sound of the now beginning thunder and constant rain. But she hears you in your clear voice and stops. All right. I have a fair amount of divine senses every day, so I'm just going to use another one. See if the other dude's still following me. Sure. Go ahead. I do that. Uh, you only sense one celestial beneath you and an undead in front of you. Okay. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll approach to within speaking distance. Yeah. Uh, child. Yes. Uh, the beast is slain. Thank the angels. Now then, I believe I have a question that went unanswered. Did he yes. do anything except bite you? He, he did something with his hand. I don't know. He stuck it in my mouth for some reason. And... I don't know. He touched his side. He like he wanted me to taste his wound. I see. Has there ever been a case of like a vampire caught early that was at least somewhat repentant, or do they all sort of develop that that vampire attitude? I, I, I think it's like Buffy, where they just turn into assholes. As they turn, yeah, they turn into assholes. There are some that have relatively learned restraint before being put on trial and executed, but those generally are treated better than ones that are you know just having to be cut down. Like it's it's a it's a case of basically this will get them put to death, but there's better deaths than just being killed, you know. Right. Very well. Conrad's hands tighten around the reins, his knuckles going white. Come to me to the steps steps of the church. There's something I need to speak with you about. Uh, of, of course. Um. So you advance your way closer. Um. It, do you uh, pick her up onto Ruprecht or? Of, of course, she's sure. Like legs, no good. I will say this is a very Conrad thing to do, and I think if you don't have inspiration, you deserve inspiration for making this. Yes, very I've got. I've got a in character. Yeah, I'd say take take an inspiration. Uh, Illyria, I'm not Illyria. Uh, Grimhild, you have this uh, leather bound tube. The size and thickness of it makes you realize it was probably a bone at one point that was hollowed out. Okay. Um. um but yeah, there's a, a stop, an electron stopper to it. It seems to be some sort of scroll case. Yes. I will take it out and read it. Hopefully, it'll be cool. Um, Exploding runes. <laughs> and you're dead. If you can read this, enjoy your fire rune. Uh, one second. I actually do need to check one thing. How much damage does exploding runes do? Uh, the glyph actually does a notable amount. Like, it's not tiny, but it's not like... It, it wouldn't kill you. I would be very I, cross. You just end up all, all like blackened and your hair askew like you're in Looney Tunes and you hit with dynamite. Uh, I, I, I think while while Max is looking that up, Grove is probably not so pensively looking around. He's the 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 tightness has gone out of his shoulder and he's moved to the, the, the center spine of the church. Sure. He'll still like sit and watch whatever the hell Conrad's doing, but he's no longer like looking nervous and prowling. Yeah, and now knowing that the middle part is not um Oh, what what's it called? 
bad terrain, I would have put her in the middle. So yeah, inside there is a uh, scroll case that uh, when you open it, you see a raveled piece of very fine paper. Um, I believe vellum of some sort. Vellum makes sense. That's sheep intestine. Yeah, yeah okay. Yeah, vellum. Um, and as you unravel it, you can see almost uh, a lovely deep red ink that is written in the language of the celestial. Um, which, of course, you can read. Yep. Um, and uh, the handwriting, however, you very much recognize as once again that of your sisters. Ooh. It details um, there will be nine. Fuck. One of... Uh, uh, one exterminator, and two he trusts deeply. The rest are chaff, but do not disrespect them as they are still dangerous. She doesn't happen to explain which one a little girl is. Disrespect them all I want. Included are images of his of the most elite members being sent. Ah, fuck. Uh, and you can see down at the bottom three illustrations. Uh, your sister was always good at drawing. She is the one who generally kept bestiaries of what you had slain and taken records of corpses. Um, and there are three images down there. One, a at least how it's shaded, presumably dark-skinned man, um, somewhat uh, clustered sections of hair like dreadlocks, but carefully taken care of and short. He has at his sides two crossbows connected to his belt and an incredibly large one in his hands. Oh. Um... Can we get the, in a John Woo style gunfight? Ballista boy. Like, can we stop playing <laughs> D&D for a little bit while I fight this dude? And I'll have my two hand crossbows out and I'll have his crossbows and it'll be great. <laughs> the other two. Okay. Are um, two young girls in dresses with very similar faces standing next to each other. God damn it. Does she have like a sarcastic note about there being more than twins than just us or whatever? Some bullshit. Some <laughs> dumb twins joke. Another <laughs> set of twins. Or like they have their own language. It's creepy. <laughs> there is almost certainly a comment at the end of uh there were no greater twin more dangerous twins than us, though they would give us a run for our money. Uh I'm gonna pop it into the scroll kiss again. And Grove's on the roof, so I don't think the dog can get there. So I'm going to say, bring this to Conrad quick. Okay. Because he's on the ground and probably the one that's going to see things the most that I can't see. Like, if something comes up to Nick, I can see them. If something comes up to sure. Conrad. Yeah, no, that, that makes perfect sense. Yeah. And the dog, um, I, although I would tell him to get to the Grove, but yeah, that's, that's currently impossible. He knows what to do there. Okay. He, get, he can haul ass. I think he, what is it, double movement speed for Dash? Yes. yes. Yeah, so he can get to like here on a dash if he's able to jump like a badass over the pit. Um, Why wouldn't he? Conrad, you arrive up to the uh, entrance of the church with the little girl astride, Ruprecht. Oh, wait, before I gave it to you, could I have shown it to him and be like, bad? <laughs> that would be a very odd roll to make. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> animal it would be an animal handling thing. roll, actually, though. Like, Yo, I'm trained in it. Intelligence and animal handling instead of just animal. Do handling. I have? No, <laughs> I trained in it. No, this is important. I don't know if animal handling usually uses intelligence. Yeah, usually uses wisdom. This is. I know you well enough where I think I should have advantage on this role. Fuck off. <laughs> no, I'm serious. Animal we were explaining a very difficult concept. If this was just to get him to do something you wanted, maybe. But 
Okay. We're explaining an image to a dog. He knows what magic items are. <laughs> he can yeah, sense magic that's different. He has, Listen. He has a human IQ and a psychic. He has you want to be allowed to make the... roll at all or not? <laughs> I, I, I rolled poorly. <laughs> I still think I should have an advantage, but very well. He thinks you said bah, and he's like, yeah, motherfucker, it's sheep. I can smell it. He just looks kind of oddly at you, tilting his head and pokes his I, nose I, to the. I'm not a bad Give dog. Give it to Grove. You mean Conrad? Conrad. Not Grove. Grove the... <laughs> All right. Dog just starts climbing the side of the church. Said, I said Conrad. Yeah. Sorry. Anyway. Right. Oh, okay. Um, yeah. Conrad, you get to the entrance of the church uh, along with the young girl. Sure. Ruprecht shakes his head and seems to be steadying out finally. All right. I'll get down and uh, offer her hands to get down onto the church steps. Sure. Uh, she takes it and uh, yeah, you lower her down. Uh, she winces as she needs to, as you uh, set her down upon both her legs. Take kind a moment. Pulls Take a moment. Rest. Of course, of course. Now then, I have something very important to speak with you about. Yes. Do you know what that was back there? Vampire? Yes. Not a strong one, but a vampire nonetheless. Very dangerous. Am I going to die? We all will. It's just a matter of how we go. I see. Now then, though you are lost, you may still be counted among the, the holy host. Okay. If you end with penitence in your heart. Okay. So, would you rather end than live in a sinful state, hurting those that you care most about? I would never want to hurt anyone I care about. And you still have hope for you. Please, if you would kneel on the church steps. She calmly does so. As she kneels down against the stone, you hear the sound of something tearing through low grass brush and once more splattering mud. And you see the dog, you, run directly up to you. Uh, something black tube in its hand. Oh, not hand, mouth, excuse me. I'll just sort of offhandedly grab the tube with the axe in my other hand. Um, Vellum doesn't tear in the rain, does it? No, Vellum's super nope. strong. It's yep. really good. The, the sort of practice motion I have used a hundred times to open up, um, yeah, open up orders. <laughs> just sort of pop the top off the score case and let it drop to the ground with the thing in my hand. Now I'll take sure. a quick look at it. Sure, yeah. Uh, it doesn't take you too long to read over it. Um, well, it wouldn't, that is, I suppose. You don't speak read Celestial, do you? No, not especially. Okay, so you read down it, and you're not really getting a lot out of it, other than that you can tell it's written in red ink and very fine. And you recognize it as Celestial, but you don't specifically read it. Until you get to the illustrations at the bottom. In which case, you see three individuals... This girl, a girl who looks, well, might be her also. You're not sure which is which. And uh, a third man with uh, very short curly hair, kind of clustered, and a number of crossbows. His frown will lower further. I'll stick the scroll in his pocket. Now then, in the name of Avison, who rides silver wings on high among her host of angels, Please remove the tarnished blackness that eats at the frayed edges of this child's innocent soul. Inquisitor. And allow her to fly with the host and among Inquisitor. the angels. Hmm? I 
appreciate your intent. But there is concern. I know. Do the but angels still reach in here and sense you? Their grasp does not close as tightly, but they are here nonetheless, walking among us, not just in form, but in deed. And what deeds are that of the angels? There's a tear forming in Conrad's eye and rolling down his cheek. Honesty, courage, compassion, honor, and duty. These are the tenets that the angels hold dear. There is no response to that. Of the head. Sorry, was that last bit? But she has a slight further bowing of her head as she kneels, but she doesn't say anything. And dear Avison on silver wings, allow the darkness in her to be obliterated by the holy light of you and your host. And may she ride with you, preventing the misdeeds to which she was subjected long ago. You see no change in motion still. You're staying there. But there is this pale light from beneath her clothes, it seems. Something red. What do you do? I am going to attempt to execute her. Okay, one moment. Does a 19 hit your armor class? A 19? Yes. Not anymore. <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> there is a swirling surge of motion as you begin to bring your axe down where the girl before you swings upward in a turn, bringing forward this blade that seems to be made of almost red crystal, deep, but glowing. And she brings it up towards your body, and you can feel this unnatural force in the air. But as it would impact into you, you move your shield to impact into her arm to keep it from properly reaching you. And... It scrapes along the front of your armor with a deathly screech of metal. And you can see a number of sparks of this inky red launch off of it. Uh, however, you are still able to complete your swing. Okay. Make me an attack roll. Um, 24. 24, that will hit. And I will add in a level 1 Divine Smite. Sure. Actually... Yeah, it deserves it. Level 2 Divine Smite. Sure. So that is 9 slashing damage. Another D8. That would make this a little easier. Not in that handful. Just going to roll with it. Okay. Uh, 23 Radiant Damage. Nice. All right. Let's see. One sec. Doing the quick math for entering it in. All right. You swing down at her where she had failed her scrape, and you don't exactly see surprise in her eyes, but you do see a tenseness to them. And it impacts into her, catching at the edge of the cloth. And you notice it seems to take a moment to dig through as if there was something interposing itself in the way, like that of armor, but not like metal or leather. But a moment later, you watch as it impacts through to skin, and at its touch, releases another blast of white force that pushes her back about a foot, and you see her arm connect to the side of the church wall. She winces, but then looks up to you. You seem to be a good inquisitor. I wish they had them here when I was alive. So do I. Before anything else, Conrad, I would like you to make me a religion check. Okay. I feel like I'm not as good at this as I probably should be. Do you not have proficiency in it? Um, I do. 
that's a 15. Okay. Please, uh, I would like you to tell me two things here. Yep. Firstly, uh, in general, what is your uh, mental state? Like, this this matters for two reasons. Yeah, I know. One of them, one of them you know very clearly. Yeah. I'd say probably an 8 out of 10. 8 out of 10 okay. sad. Sure. That is probably different than angry. Um, God damn it, there's a sad werewolf on the loose. Um, but let me follow up with a second question. How is your resolve? Strong. There is, from where your shovel, the blade sharpened, connected with her, a silver, a kind of silvery metal as it's, I forget if it actually itself was made of silver. It is, it does count as a silver longsword. Uh, well, the blade within is, does the axe count? Oh, uh, sorry, I've been using it one-handed, which I believe is longsword version. Oh, yes, that's fine. I, so you can try it. to execute it. Sure, no, that's fine. That, that works fine. Okay. From where you cut down with the blade of the sword, from where the light emanated, it never faded. And you watch as it travels up the blade, flowing almost like water. And you watch as it climbs up through your cloth, and you don't feel warm from its presence. You do feel held. Uh, feel free to uh, switch over the spells and features you have from the Oath of Vengeance to the Oath of Devotion. Cool. I forgot Misty Step. Learn a new move? Um, whatever ones are going according with it. Yeah, I'm just joking. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I see what you said. God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> and with that, um, I'm going to need initiative. Cool. Now I have two copies of Zone of Truth prepared. <laughs> That's for all of us now, right? Yes. Might as well, even if not all of you know something's happening yet. Gonna put that middle in roll in the chat. Oh, my favorite, the mid 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 roll. This is the first time I've had a two digit initiative in like five or six initiatives. Nice. Grove watched all this, was just like. <sighs> so, like, it makes sense for him to roll a 21. <laughs> I'm ready. Put me in, coach. I'll fuck him up. You put me in. I'll get him. I'll do it to it. I, I, I believe the phrase, I, I believe he has words for Conrad after this, which will be probably the nice, him being an asshole while trying to be nice, as per usual. Oh, cool. I got two copies of Protection from Evil and Good prepared, too. <laughs> I may have made a mistake intending to keep uh, uh, initiative and tabs, but whatever. We're going to do it anyway. It's tab time. Uh, what do these spells even do? Okay, so uh, 25 to 20, or if anyone got higher than that somehow. Me, 21. 21. Blackjack! Okay, uh, 19 to 15. Me, 17. Okay, 14 to 10. 12. Okay, uh, 9 to 5. Yeah, 9 for Nick. I have a 6. Working nine to five. Six. And uh, what'd you get fastest if he's around? Four. He might be. Okay. I have two more people to roll for. I forgot about. Um. Oh, yeah. I forgot about Victor and Irina's brother. Okay. Oh. With grim determination, the girl in front of you, Conrad, flips the blade in her hand. Uh, bringing it up towards a more proper fighting posture point aimed at you. And you see as she puts it, taps it at the edge of her neck where the bleeding wound of the two blood marks is still there. And it illuminates 
slightly brighter. And there's this sort of interesting moment as she keeps her eyes locked with you where, you know, vampires are, uh, you know, vain, arrogant creatures. And this doesn't seem to be not the case with how she seems to be watching you. But what's interesting is compared to some other ones that might be um, disdain or anger, she seems to be looking at you with pity. Does a 21 hit you? (laughs) Yeah, that hasn't changed. All right. Take 16 uh, piercing damage and four necrotic damage. As this... In a moment, it's hard to process the speed at which it moves, but this girl before you strikes outward, and you watch as this om- the same inky, not quite black red pours out from the blade and seems to engulf her for a fraction of a second before you feel a cut, but you don't see her anymore, and suddenly you hear the splashing sound behind you, and she is a good ten feet behind you. Mm-hmm. Let me actually go ahead and... It's less, it's less pretty, but whatever. It's technically the correct one, and if we're in fight mode, might as well. Eh, never mind. Actually, I like the first one better. I liked it. How it looked. I think it puts more emotional in bed. Whatever. Um, uh, she uh, looks up, and Grove, you can see her look at you directly in the eye, um, but doesn't seem to do anything else for the time being. She looks up at you directly in the eye, catching, uh, and you can see the mud... And things on her, not fade away, but definitely with a few motions, kind of slicks it back. And she seems composed now. And she just stares at you, recognizing that you're there. Uh, Grove, it is actually your turn now. Um, let's do it this way. Dog will go first this time, since he's got okay. greater mobility. So move up and then try and take a bite. Okay. Oh, let me think. She was here, actually. So yeah, her trajectory would have sent her here. That's actually important because it's it's a straight line. Yeah. All right. Just do Make a dog math. attack. Twenty-one. Oh, that'll hit. Make sure I do this right again. Uh, twelve damage, and then it's DC eleven to not trip. Okay. Um. Yeah. Wow. Plus six. Damn. Uh, I get proficiency. Uh, so it's he has, he has proficiency to damage. Yes. Not just the roll. Wow. It's damage what the fuck? and roll. And uh, wow, also, what the shit? That's so strong. And it gets uh, he gets ability points, so I popped him up one, so it's plus one. Does that go to damage or not? Uh, his, de- you pop uh, up? his dex goes to plus yeah, no, three. It's not a dex based attack, it's a strength based attack. It is okay, so then that's 11. Okay, uh, yeah, he bites down at her. Um, what's the save? 11. Okay, yeah, uh. He bites down at her, grabbing into her leg, and uh, dark vampiric blood pours up from the wound, but uh, she pulls back, ripping just a bit of flesh, uh, kind of softly kicking the dog away, kind of catches himself against the dirt and spins around to keep facing her, straps of cloth caught in his mouth. How dare you strike dog? Yeah, glad we we changed that, because now it's actually the dog getting between Conrad and the the, the vampire instead of just kind of saddling up to him. And then okay. I think that's the, that's his turn. And then yeah. Grove will probably, if it, I can have a free action, just straight whistle so everybody knows shit's going yeah, down. No, feel free to do that, yeah. And then we'll shoot this person, not with the special, but uh, with the with the new bow, but untransformed, so it doesn't have any of the bonus bullshit. Sure. Um, 
Yeah, you uh, whistle outwards, the sound breaking through the not quiet, the sound of rain and thunder is still very present, but it pierces, and everyone here can hear it. Um, and you level your bow down and aim it at this uh, young vampire before you, or at least young in appearance. 26 to hit. That'll hit. Um, that is... Six. <laughs> 11 damage. And this uh, is the okay. one that these are the bows. Uh, these are the arrows. For the next three shots that stop regeneration. Sure. Um, yeah, you fire it at her, and there's this interesting motion she takes as the arrow is about to collide, where she very quickly and reflexively like moves up and presses a hand that hits against the shaft of the arrow. However, this does not stop it. The speed of it was quite intense. It rather just sends it spinning slightly, and you don't aim hit quite the center of mass you were looking for. It instead, hits heavily into her shoulder, still knocking her slightly to the side. Stupid Matrix vampire child. Well, it's okay. Uh, the dog will see the attack. Uh, actually, does that... Ki- no, the dog's in the wrong position to see me attack, so I don't think that he can um, trigger the reaction. Yeah, because there is an awning, unfortunately. If he was even just here, he probably would. That's fine. Uh, we will then shuffle back a couple of steps. Well, I still have line of sight if I move back like 20 feet or 15. Um, let's see. Yeah, no, yeah. You'll, well, okay, let's see. Line of sight. Um, since you're on the peak, yes. I'd say yes. Barely, but yes. Okay. That's as that's far good. back as you could go and still see. Uh, I think that's... Yeah, he's gonna save his spells for when things are really bad. So yeah, that that that's him for this round. Okay. Um, the sound of the whistle. Um, Ismark stands up from where he had been leaning against uh one of the tombs. Um, and uh stands to attention and looks firstly to Nick and then to Grimhild and then backs over towards Tilly's standing near uh just slightly near one of the pitfalls set up, keeping an eye out and a hand on his sword. Let's see. Um, Victor looks over from where he is atop the bell tower of the church, looking out to the sides, and looks over to Elias. What? What's happening? Young girl, I'm assuming not as weak and defenseless as she seemed. <sighs> Why would we trust anyone at this point? Shrug. She looks really happy, like manically happy, though. Okay. Um, yeah, so uh, he looks about and then um, presses a hand to himself. And you see this small flash of blue pour out. And a moment later, he his feet lift off the ground. And he raises himself further into the air, um, heading this way to get a better uh, visual, visual about uh, 20 feet off the ground. Um, let's see. Um, okay, there it is. There is a ringing from the, uh, back section of Ivy, where one of the bells is tripped over, or the sections of it, uh, impacted. And, uh, those of you near there look back, and you can see, uh, two vampires dressed in the traditional blacks and reds, uh, both gaunt faces, um, relatively low to the ground, but... One of them, you can see kind of cringing at the sound of the bell and looks over to it furiously. Um, With this uh, raising your alarms, you can see um, a couple more of them in the uh, immediate presence. 
in a kind of broad flanking that you were told to expect. Um, they move inward at fast speeds, but not quite uh, reaching anywhere near uh, near anyone yet. They seem uh, intensely focused on the uh, metal structures being created, and one of them near a slick pile of grease that he has not noticed uh, seems to be very confused by the some uh, by the opaque blue uh, hemisphere. <laughs> Uh, just to confirm, Max, I'm counting four of them. Four that you can see, yes. Yes. Um, all right. So that brings us to, uh, um, one second. Actually, here's a question. Why is Victor over there when his duty was light motherfuckers on fire duty? Because he wants to see where things are. He didn't see that there were vampires yet, other than this one. He had one job. One job. He has ranged attacks. They're ranged. You can't tell him what to do, Mom. <laughs> I damn well can, as long as he's living on my roof. <laughs> Cut your hair. You look ridiculous. You look like a hippie. James, you have no room to talk. Uh, Conrad. Yes? Go ahead and make me a uh, constitution saving throw. I can do that. 26. All right. Um, yeah, that, that will succeed, so you, uh, take half damage. Oh, thinking of beating this round. Um, you take 21 necrotic damage. That's half? Light's a strong spell, my dude. Holy balls. It's 8 necrotic damage halved. Alright, I'm 11. Uh-huh. So that little girl can cast uh, Blight, we assume. A- ATH should max out at 64. I mean, she's, she's one of the three very powerful vampires they sent. Yeah, and it was a 43 that got halved to 21. Oh, okay. Speaking of, Conrad, you threw away a very nice scroll case. Very upset. It's not gone. It's just all muddy and gross now. It'll live. I mean, will it? Because <laughs> that'd be know. worse if it Take came look, alive. Look at my health, health bar. I have bigger concerns. Oh, Jesus. Wow. Uh, um, okay. Um, okay, Victor's yeah, now reassigned. There is a streaking line of some sort of energy. It's not exactly a beam. It almost seems to move like lightning, but slow. Um, and you can see this black line emerge from a figure standing further down the road, uh, wearing a gray cloak. Um, but you can see it is pulled back, and you see the face of a very similar young girl. Points for style, I guess. She has a hand extended towards you, the other one held against the side of her arm um, in a sort of uh, specific somatic position. Um, She doesn't say much, but uh, she immediately begins moving closer. Oh, excuse me, I had her farther back than she was. She was notably close. Oh boy. I was just dragging it on the map. Yeah, we're good. So, Come on, one square closer, Max. Sure, why not? I'll do you one square closer. There you go. Not the direction I meant. <laughs> it is closer to you. This There's literally true. one square closer than you. This is true. <laughs> oh, boy. Okay. Um, she uh, doesn't call out, but you see her look over to the matching figure. And they both, and she nods to uh, the other girl. That girl nods back as well. Uh... Illyria, it is your turn, I believe, from where I have it marked in. It is. 
Yes. So there's a reason she's very happy right now. And it's mostly the weather. She's going to be doing call lightning, which, because there's already a storm happening, I get another D10 of damage. Yes, correct. Now, could you use Sister Deer one, one square farther north, but last life can't be perfect. I'm going to move... Whoops, wrong thing. There we go. I'm going to move up to... You said I could see her from here next to Grove? Yeah. You can it's see the other cool. girl already, but you can see these. Well, yeah, girl. but as of right now, I don't know if the other girl was casting something terrible. Sure. Um, and I'm going to cast uh, the lightning bolt from Call Lightning right here. Okay, one sec, though. Um, so you cast Call Lightning. How does this look again for you? Uh, Remember, has... the mana is red. It's very red. <laughs> oh, no, I know. It's very red. Um, red lightning frizzling through her hair eyes glowing, even like bits of little lightning curling around her hand as it extends and single finger points at the young vampire girl before Wait. the lightning bolt just what? straight down onto her. What level did you cast Call Lightning at? Third. Okay. You Which... make a motion down towards the ground to bring down a line of lightning, and then... The lightning moves as if like water melting in the air. You see a trail of blue and the other girl further out don't seems to have like on, on made a motion don't. like to cut your spell through the air. Can you not make me cry on on, on cast on it next turn? Well, does she still have to do the deck saving throw? No, she counted it. Fine. No counter next person, I suppose. I hate um, players. Grixis players are a piece of shit. As a person who plays Grixis, I can confirm I'm a piece of shit. Gruel for life. You need a vexing husher. <laughs> I need some little tiny vampire bitch to not counter my damn spells. Um, alright. Uh, let's see. Nick, uh, what is your passive perception? Nine. Okay. Great. Um, does a... 25 hit your armor class. Uh, all armor classes available to players of this level. I want you to try to work this one out for yourself, Max. Fuck <laughs> you, Axe. Fuck you. Um, she does not have ma uh, magical ED. Uh, there is a cacophonous sound of something not quite exploding, but flying through the air with a similar shock to it. Um, and it breaks some of the uh, tombstone you're staying up next against as a gleaming, almost pillar, like small rod of uh, metal flies toward you, gleaming red, uh, and it catches into you, doing uh, 21 piercing damage. You do have your reaction to have the thing, my I think. Reaction. That'll take 11, yeah, or 10, because I, I think it does it round in my favor. I can't remember. It does. Okay. Um, as you can see, a figure um, standing on top of a gravestone off to the side, uh, further to the north of where you are, um, holding what seems to be an a smoking uh, crossbow in his hands, quite large. Uh, where, where is and you can recognize this figure to the north of you. Oh, no. <laughs> you recognize this figure from chasing him through the woods. Oh, okay. <laughs> Great. He begins to reload the crossbow. 
taking another from a large pack on his back, uh, not yet glowing, but still dark metal, and pulling back the mechanisms with deliberate, not exactly difficulty, but intent. It seems to be a strong mechanism, so he does not quite get it ready to fire again. He does get it reloaded, but he does not manage to fire it again. Uh, question. These tombstones are big enough that if I hide behind them like a coward, it's full cover, right? Um, well, it did partly punch through one of them, so it yeah, would give like, you cover, but it would, like, it would, like, you'd be hidden, right? So you'd get advantage, like, you'd, it would be much better for you. <laughs> but you would, might still take damage, because this thing seems to be enough force to punch through it. Yeah. Well, didn't it also put a dude into a, a door that we couldn't get out <laughs> for, for, for the a while? Folks, for the folks bringing up the, the concept of a TPK, if we do lose this, it'll be because of the massive range this battlefield has. Mm-hmm. So I was going to wait until a vampire walked up, but I think that we don't have the ability... Like, I, we have to be economic with our actions, I think. No, so. no, that... I spent the last ten minutes thinking that uh, this was a wall, and I thought I was going to be cool and stab him in the gut as, as if this guy so, went through it. <laughs> and then I was like, so, no, wait, that's a map edge. I'm an idiot. So so I will say, by the way, uh, that the uh, bigger one, these sort of, like, catacomb-looking ones, those would probably stop the entire thing. The tombstones will probably just reduce the impact. <laughs> ah, if you break line of sight using the big thing and then get behind a different one, then he may not be able to see, figure out which one you're behind. This is true. Except- if you hide somewhere... You could. You, you just need to get like over here. You're potentially stealth if you're that sort of rogue. You need uh, to get there like over helps you here. That sort of rogue, and then crawl slowly up to here. <laughs> just, just crawl away. Hide in one of the holes we dug. No, crawl <laughs> behind these ones that block each other, and he can't. Then he's like, "Oh just, shit!" When you're over here, instead of over by the the vines. This is pretty much the worst. I'm like two rounds away from anybody. <laughs> All right, Conrad. Fuck. This is unfortunate that like half of our team is fighting two bosses and the other half is fighting a bunch of mooks on a boss. That's nah, fine. It's easy peasy. Lemon squeezy? No. If I had the snatch, if I were a monk and had snatch arrow... Is that still a thing? I don't know. Uh, deflect missiles fucking is, yeah. yeah. I'm assuming that's what she used. What do something. you think the little girl used? Yeah. yeah. She's not a monk, but she has that ability. Okay. Well, see, I miss old school where it's just like, no, you stop a projectile. Well, it, like, it has a thing. You roll to reduce its damage, and if you reduce the damage enough, it stops the projectile entirely, and if you're a monk, you can spend a key point to then throw it back at them. No, no, I know, but I really like the idea of just being like, oh, nice super-powered arbalist shell, I caught it. Fuck you. <laughs> like, without having to roll. Uh, anyway, Conrad. Jesus Christ. Yeah, no, X, if he has crossbow ex- expert, you're actually kind of boned, because you don't take any penalties for melee with crossbows of any type. Awesome. <laughs> I mean, like, someone's got to deal with him. And I think I can get the... I'm sorry, my computer's doing that thing where I can only have one USB port active now, so sure. I don't have a mouse. Uh, I just have my touchpad, so, like... 85 feet to where his current location is. How long? How much? 85 feet. 90. Well, 90 to be on his square, but you need to be next to oh. on his square. 85 oh, feet. Uh, full round is 60. Okay, I could... Well, full round for you, if you commit your action, also is 90, because you have 30 plus dash as a bonus action, plus dash as a main action. He's not a crossbow expert. Crossbow experts ignore the loading quality of crossbows with which you are proficient. What? (laughs) He specifically called out having to reload and not being in a state to fire a second time in a turn, which means it has the loading quality, which means that he does not have the feet crossbow expert. His crossbows are so powerful. 
See, that might to bother expertise. I'll, I'll mention basically that like this crossbow is a weird, a horrible mechanism as opposed to like the thing I wanted to balance it. Oh, god damn this it. This is it being balanced, I see. So for people without crossbow expert, it takes two turns to use? Basically, yeah. It's Fuck. it's it's a it's a motherfucker to load and you need the right things for it. So it has loading and loading plus, basically. And this is loading yeah. quality. But you, need, loading you, need, you basically need to take a bonus action to reload it, plus the additional... Well, not necessarily bonus action. Anyway, he's he's committing his turn to reloading it rather than taking multiple attacks, basically. Well, we know it goes at least 80 feet. I'm willing to say it'll probably go at least 150 feet. Apparently, <laughs> bro can shoot across multiple fucking football fields, so I don't think anywhere yeah, on this fucking map is safe from him. Basically. Anyway... You're you just also really fucked up your stealth roll comparatively. <laughs> That's why he went for you. Anyway, uh, Conrad. Yes. You are, as stated by your own account, emotional. And though your devotion is true and your resolve is strong, your body is in pain and your sadness is palpable. And with how weak and hurt you are, there's something deep inside you that starts beating. Something that wants to overcome that weakness and strike back. All right. Um, so I'm going to let you make a save, but this isn't to stop the transformation. This is to delay it. It is your choice. Okay. You can choose to fail in. But if you would like to make the attempt, make a wisdom saving throw. No, not even now. Um, 24. That'll do it for now. Plus uh, 10. You know that within a matter you know that in a manner of seconds it will happen. And when I say seconds, you know, that's rounds. It's <laughs> You'll have a few yeah. rounds. It, it is inevitable. Is it my Your turn? turn starts, though. Yes. I need time. I need time. I need time. He reaches into his uh, into the front of his coat and pulls out the symbol of Avacyn and can't summon the fury that he usually could for his uh, his oath of enmity or his uh, or his abjuration. So he's just going to imbue the uh, the holy symbol with divine power, and I'm going to use turn the unholy for the first time. What's All that? Right. Yeah, All right. Yeah, please explain for everyone. I use my channel divinity attempts. Uh, any fiends and undead within 30 feet and earshot. So I guess he also just sort of lets out this long, long shout. Uh, they make a wisdom save against, I presume, my spellcasting difficulty. So 15. Or they are turned for one minute. Okay. Um, you said earshot counts too? Uh, within 30 feet and earshot. Like able to oh, hear. And me. Earshot. I see. And the effects of being turned are? Uh, they must spend the next minute doing nothing but running away from me. Fuck. That would be really handy to give us 10 rounds to deal with all this other bullshit. Yep. And it's a single one or all within radius? All within the all of the fiends and undead within 30 feet and that can hear me. Okay. So I don't think it reaches, unless there's someone invisible, I don't know. No, it'll just be the two girls. Which, got it, six seconds a round, that means we have ten rounds of them running away. And then they have to run back. Yeah. <laughs> so 15 was the save against? Yes. Okay, so... <laughs> well, one got a 14. Yeah! <laughs> got a natural yes. 20. Oh, okay. Uh, well, okay, to be fair, they're probably stronger together because they're weird evil twins. This is true. They're they're also stronger know. together because there'd be two of them. Yes. <laughs> you might say they'd be twice as effective. <laughs> All right. Um, the girl bearing the still glowing blade looks over top the dog towards you and still doesn't flinch 
But her sister, the one who made arcane motions earlier, seems panicked. <laughs> um, they use their turns to move, correct? Yeah. And yeah, I will so. use my move action to hop on Ruprecht. Just <clears throat> going to die. Going to die mounted. <laughs> nice. Then, Ruprecht, then Ruprecht's turn? Correct. Try to hoof this thing up. <laughs> Can you, like, get in the air away from them? Nah. Ruprecht doesn't fly. Not unless Faustus has something to say about it. <laughs> That's true. My bad. All right, go Ruprecht. 21 to hit. Yeah, that'll hit. Damn it, Ruprecht. <laughs> did, just give her, did he give her, like, a tiny boop with his hoof? More or less. Uh, yeah, he impacts down into her, and she rolls with it, coming out from underneath his hoof, skewering, uh, scattering grass, and coming up next to his side, blade already at the ready, pointed just slightly away, but ready to swing. Your sister flees. You should, too. The angels have no power over me anymore. They shouldn't over anyone here. Then listen to reason instead. The time for reason has come and gone. Um, let's see. Nick. Uh-huh. <laughs> Just give it a few hey, rounds. your reaction's you'll have, back. You'll have a wolf friend. You have a reaction again. Wow. Oh, oh, it's my turn. Okay, I thought you were, like, asking me. <laughs> What's your AC? I was, yeah, I was about to receive some sort of no, no, gift no, 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 from no. these. <laughs> receive punishment from above. <laughs> it's your turn. Okay. Um, shove him in the pit. I wish. Um, Is there a shove action? Uh, monks and warriors can do it. I think I think monks can do it. Yeah. The the like the battle ones, not the casty ones. Oh uh, yeah, and probably Which fighters have a maneuver that does it. To shove? Yeah. To shove. Yeah. Uh anyone can shove, but you do no damage, but then if you're a uh but then yeah, there are also spells and then there's a specific move you can take uh as a battle uh maneuver. And then there's also monks if you're way of the open fist, you can just shove people as part of your flurry of blows and it fucking rules. Oh, yeah, here it is. One one attack to uh do your athletics against their athletics or acrobatics. Yep, and you can just fucking push them. It doesn't do any damage if you're not those, but there you go. Anyway. Okay, I think... Yeah, so... I'm going to... uh, Just going to run past these things and move 55 feet to here. uh, Behind This is a big one. Like, it's one that might stop the fucking cross. It's one that he would actually have to move to be able to shoot you from. And then he will uh, summon the will to make the the sword pop out as his uh, action, as his bonus. As other okay. Bonus. Um. So I just want to know what is your stance for doing this? Do you just like hold it between both hands? Do you like run one hand along where the blade should be? How do you make this look better? <laughs> that stance. No, he just kind of. Um, I should have told you I'm not left-handed. <laughs> no, he kind of flicks it out like just like a switch uh, blade. <laughs> pretty much. Like moves right, it, yeah. you know, out in front of him and then off to the side and it just extends out and then he crouches behind the fucking crypt like a coward. This Worth noting, the light doesn't as much extend out as much as it gathers. It doesn't, it's not from any sort of base or emitter and much as the light just decides to be there, ready to cut. Nick always did want a spotlight. All this for a bunch of fucking ghost robots. Okay. Um, it's like Evangelion all over again. <laughs> Uh, that brings us to, uh, Grimhild. Oh, boy. <sighs> okay, so there's those two nerds up there are somewhat dangerous, I guess. I mean, all of them I mean, can do damage. But, like... 
I assume they are of similar quality to the one that uh, Conrad soloed. Basically, like I feel like any of these guys you can solo, but like, <laughs> what's the uh, range increment on a cross a hand crossbow? Um, it's pretty large. One sec. Uh, quit, buddy. Hand, hand crossbow. crossbow. Eighty thirty-two. Uh, thirty-one twenty. Oh, thirty-one twenty. Mm. I've seen that. I saw. Past thirty is a disadvantage or what? Short range, long range. Here we go. Yeah, cross yeah. Yeah. So yeah, past thirty is a disadvantage, but no other penalty. It's just that you might not hit as easy, basically. <sighs> okay, so I could easily hit the guy. No, he's well, in long range too. Cool. Um, I mean, you could like crawl and probably not break your stealth to get into range. Maybe I just got to charge with a fucking great sword. <laughs> well, he's outside um, of range being charged, didn't he? No one. No, that's thirty feet. Yeah, never mind. You can do that. Also, that'd be a move and attack. I thought a charge. You got a little more. There distance. is not a charge as a mechanic uh, in D and D, right? In this new D and D, but like he might get trapped. The two up there, I'm a little more worried about. It's not like D and D four where you wanted to enter. Actually, wait. If I'm if they don't notice me yet, then I can get my attacks and with advantage, it'll cancel the disadvantage. You can do what? Can I attack that will? Because they if they don't notice me. Can I get a few you shots? Have, you will have advantage from the shot if they haven't noticed you. And from what you can tell, they haven't, but you're not certain, obviously. All right. Then, uh, yeah, I'm going to open up with Arcelia's cross in a crossbow form and my other hand crossbow, if I may. Okay. Go for it. Let me... I believe you that you can do all of that. I know. Uh, so, first shot, Arcelia's crossbow, and then bonus action, bonus action hand crossbow. Does a 17 hit? It hit. Yeah, those both hit. Okay, let me roll my extra attack. Don't crossbow because I ignore loading. <laughs> does a 16 hit? You fire the first crossbow. Uh, I believe it does. One second here. Fire the first crossbow and then yes, the second crossbow and the first crossbow again. Nice to it know that he has an AC of 16 or less. Okay, so I'm going to do lots. Boop, boop, boop. That might be because he wasn't aware or something, though. I don't think three. awareness counts on eight, does it? Reg- yeah, no, regular, there's, there's no flat-footed anymore. Yeah, regular vampires don't have, like, crazy AC. They're just durable compared to people. They're tough boys. Uh, do I want to make all these rolls individually, or can I just roll them all as one? Uh, I mean, feel free to roll them all as one. It's not like there's anything that modify it. Yeah, okay. no. Well, wait, wait, wait. Your hand crossbow's not magical, though, right? Arcelia's crossbow cross is... The regular crossbow is not, but I am using... Does silver work on vampires or no? It does not, but you could be using living wood. I think that's fine. You would have done that. I think I usually am. Yeah, that makes sense. So yeah, uh, feel free just to roll straight then. No penalties okay. anything. The three six plus Wait, silver will still pierce them. Yeah, yeah, no, silver will still fucking pierce them. It's, not, like, it's not special against vampires. Yeah, it's, it's not like dr defeating. Are you? That's such a shitty roll. It's all right. Um. Oh, was there a trap near them? No. Okay. You can knock them into the bell again. I meant to, because I forgot that I need to use these usually beforehand. What do they have as for weapons? Um, these ones, uh, seem to have swords at their side. Uh, one of them has it out, the one who tripped the bell in kind of a panic. The other one doesn't yet. I'm gonna turn, uh, turn one, turn one, oh, I could do a menacing attack, because I just glower at him. <laughs> From the brush. Glare at him and make him pee his pants. <laughs> um, yeah. Intimidation is actually really fucking strong, isn't it? Uh, fear is what it does, right? Yeah. Because, yeah, no, fear is really powerful. They can't willingly move closer to you, and they have disadvantage on attacks against you. Then, yeah, I'm going to do 
Oh, not against you. Attacks as long as they are visually able to see you. Jesus. (laughs) Yeah, no, fear's a motherfucker. Well, don't conceal yourself too well, then. That's 21 damage, and you need to make me a DC 16. I guess we'll save. What you can't see can't hurt you. And which one were you hitting? uh, The one that's a little... The one without his sword out, because that's funnier. Okay. So you hit the slightly further away one with a flurry of crossbow bolts that streak through the air. The one who tripped over the bell and waving his sword about slightly while still being quiet. He only turns around to watch the streaks see his friend now cowering. His his gaunt face uh, streak with emotion you don't generally see from vampires before they're about to be killed. But he seems to have embraced that as a concept right now. Uh, he does. To be fair, it is a saving time. throw. But if you want to just skip past that and keep no, that I made saving. I, I rolled the saving. Oh, throw. shit! Excellent. Fuck that guy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, he fucked up. <laughs> um. Okay, and then uh, just a question: Is exterminator a, a, a vampire title of some kind? Uh, pseudo title. I decided to take it because I liked the sound of it and the thing I got the art from. Again, Nick didn't see the case, so I'm just wondering if I can call him an exterminator, or if I don't know what he is. Um, I'd say sure. Like, they're generally very well-trained assassins, essentially. Look, just just wait for him to walk up and ask if you guys have a roach problem. <laughs> um, and finally, it is uh, Faustus. Yeah, alright. Uh, something's not clear in the description for the tiny hut. Am I able to concentrate on spells through it? Uh, I don't believe so. I'm not allowed to cast through it, but... Yeah, it seems like they wouldn't have had you able to concentrate through it just because of balance reasons. I mean, the balance is already (laughs) fucked on this, as I'm about to demonstrate. Oh, no, I'm sure. (laughs) (laughs) He's about to break this fucking game like Batman. Good, we need it. I'll start my move action and move 10 feet and throw a fireball. And uh, if yeah, I okay, can... yeah, it says other magical effects can't extend through the dome or be cast through it. So as soon as you enter, it would cancel that concentration. Okay. Um, once the spells cast effect. Okay, so yeah, if spells can't extend past it by the spells ruling, then yes. But in yes. the player's handbook, once the spell is cast, its effects aren't limited by its but, range. Yeah, by by the spells ruling, it does say like it yeah. can't extend okay. beyond the dome. Um. Anyway, so yes, you step outside. Yep. So if I drop a fireball in the oil patch, can I get any bonus off that? Um. It can hit I, both of them with a 20-foot radius while dropping it right in the oil pot. Uh, I'll say, what What do you roll for those? D6s? Like 10 D6, 8? Uh, 8, I think. But yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah, I mean, you can bump it up to 10 D6, then add two more D6. I'd accept that. Nice. Okay. You roll 10. Yeah, 8 D6. Uh, so the saving throw is dexterity-based, and how? what is the difficulty, DC? Spell saves against Faustus are 16. Oh, yeah, two miserable failures. Go ahead. <laughs> All right. D6s. Let me gather up a pile of dice. Hold on, I need some more D10s. D6s. D6s, yeah. God, this I think if it was 10 D10s. Yeah, that's probably only a couple levels off, actually. No, but like the straight up like murder spell when you get to that level, when you start getting higher level as a wizard is disintegrate. Yeah, where it's, <laughs> if, they, if they succeed against their check to not die, they instead take a shit ton of damage. It doesn't. It doesn't instantly kill. It, if it does lower them to zero, it instantly turns them into dust. They can never come back. We <laughs> <laughs> need that dust. All right. Nice stack. Yeah, disintegrate nice. is ten d six plus forty damage. We need 12. that dust. It sells for four hundred guild. 
18, 20, 24, 27, 30, 32 damage. 32. All right. Um, one second. Let me mark that down. On that. <laughs> Didn't like that, did you fuckers? Thirty-two. <laughs> like little said? fire. Yeah, thirty-two. God damn. All right. Slightly under average, but close to it. I think average is thirty-five-ish within one or two points. Really want this guy to try and like sneak up on you over All this. All right. So you impact <laughs> the uh, the flame downwards, um, and as it collides into the patch of oil the force of the flame that it carries with it pops and sizzles it out in a wave, catching into the flame and spewing it out more. And as it travels over and engulfs the ivy and the uh, track of this bell and line, it uh, passes over both of the vampires and you can hear shrieks that they cannot hold in. Uh, As you can see, one nearly blackens his skin cracking barely staying standing while the other pulls himself away. But you can see as the oil catches against his hair and skin and keeps burning, uh, the oil as well as the Ivy around it is burning in a blaze. Uh, but both of the vampires seem to be incredibly hurt. Okay. Uh, then I will finish my move action by returning to the safety of my Correct. dome. Yes, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Those sort of moves are very powerful. <laughs> So they basically just, end up needing to hold actions to deal with that. Just to confirm, they're not dead. Neither they're of not them. dead, neither of them, but one is they scared and right very on. hurt, and the other is just pretty hurt. <laughs> you, you started cooking them. Yep. Um, yeah, it's okay. If things go well, I'm going to serve up this exterminator, El Pastor. Okay, so <laughs> I can probably do one more round of combat before I have to go. Sure. Um, do we want to do that, or do we just want to call it this one? I'm good either way. I got a turn to burn stuff, so... Yeah, sure. Yeah, might as well. I say I'm happy either way. Okay. Yeah, sure. We can do one more. At least one more to see where it lays at. Oh, like, the the first round is rough because it's the... You know, it's the the surprise. And then the second round will actually get us to think with our heads. Or maybe like, holy shit, that was a fucking javelin crossbow! Or we die, you know. Whatever. I'll be fine. I can keep this up a long time. <laughs> Even if okay. I have to start doing cantrips. Um, Conrad, uh, nice. the girl in front of you uh, stares up at you and wipes a hand across her face, smearing off more of the mud. And you can see her eyes now, sclera black, staring at you. And... Once again, she makes a very quick motion, not quite the same one as previous, where the blades seem to glow and ignite. Instead, just a fast jab, a couple of them, up towards your chest on the back of Ruprecht. <laughs> First one, I'm, I'm pretty sure a 12 doesn't hit. No good on that one. Um, however, I am pretty sure a 22 does hit. Yep. Okay, that is 11 piercing damage. Okay. And four necrotic damage. Oh boy. Puts me a negative one. Okay. The blade impacts towards you, the first one catching against your armor, and you look down to see that sparks that once again leaks from the surface, but it's immediately followed by a second stab that just punches directly through a section of plate. And as you feel it impact into your stomach, your vision blurs, and you collapse over onto the neck of Ruprecht. We'll get to the follow-up of that when it reaches your turn. 
Um, the girl pulls back the blade and gazes upon it as the blood at its surface seemed to soak into the gem. And then turns back toward the dog that had just ripped at her leg. And makes one motion. Uh, that is a... Not great, actually. Uh, 16 to hit. Uh, let me check something really fast, but I think that's exactly at my AC for the dog. Uh, yeah, no, that's exactly at its armor class. Okay. Um, he takes eight points of uh, necrotic damage as there is this almost lashing around her as she lowers the blade downward. And it emanates a similar black inky force that drives at him and doesn't do anything to his surface, but sinks below the skin. And his muscles tense. Set four. Hmm? At four, right? Eight. Eight. Yeah, eight. Eight points of necrotic. All right. Um, okay, that brings us to uh, Grove. It's your turn. Dog and you declared you goes first. Yeah, and he'll circle around to try and, again, try and keep her herded, essentially. So, okay. like, he protected uh, Conrad first time, now he's going to move around so that it's forcing uh, her not to retreat like the other one, and then we'll make an attack. Uh, I'm really bad at this. Huh. 26. Ah, uh, yeah, I'll hit. Luckily enough, turning doesn't stop when you're uh, unconscious. Nope. It's No, it's a mental effect that affects them. The thing that stops is the timer running out or them taking damage. Uh, 10 damage. And then okay. DC 11 to not trip, huh? Oh, I forgot to ask earlier. Did his attacks count as magical at this point? I don't know. if I think that's a thing that they never mentioned. That's a thing for me if I'm in wild form, but... A lot of things yeah, around no- like level 7 or so like start making it if it's magical or not. It, it's never mentioned in the UA. I'd have to check in the base. I'll, I'll check that later. But yeah, you're, we're, I'll just treat it as if it is for now. That's fine. Um, and saving throw. What's the DC? 11. Uh, yeah, passes that. Okay. Um, you jumps up and this time grabs a hold of her arm and digs his teeth in. She does a sort of rotation, tries to slam him down into the ground, but he just tears off a strip of skin, uh, exposing muscle beneath. Uh, landing, still growling, burying it in his fangs. Uh, Grove! Okay, so Grove is going to do split movement. He's going to move up one so he can actually see what the fuck is going on on the other side better. Okay. Generally see the layout. Uh, do I yeah, still have... Hear the sound. You could hear the bell and you could definitely hear the stone cracking. <laughs> that was what he was checking out. Like, what... <sighs> Nick waves high from his hidey hole. And his illuminated sword. <laughs> it's... Oh, hey, Max. Yeah, what's up? Turning doesn't even end if you take damage. I read the effect and I thought it said that one, the it takes damage. Not you, but the individual hit. Uh, that's abjure enemy, I think. Let me double check. But if, if that's the case, no problem. Like, I don't mind. <laughs> I just thought I read it the other way. Of course, they are mm-hmm. dashing every turn, so there's probably only so long we can hit them for. Um, I think in that case, like... If the creature fails at saving throw, it is turned for one minute or until it takes damage. Oh, I'm sorry. I I was reading in the wrong spot. Yeah, no worries. It happens the best of us. Yeah, at this point, he's going to hope Nick can keep his end of the bargain, because Conrad's down and he needs to get help. So yeah, move to... Move back, (laughs) just because 
Ah, Use your ranger healing spells. I wish I had thought to get those, but he doesn't particularly care about healing people, just killing things. <laughs> well, I hope you care now. I mean, I, I'm General expecting the attitude. Good job. Your well, perfect has lay on hoof. Lay on hoof. I can still see her, correct? Uh, uh yes. And can the dog you can also, see you can also me? See, you can also see the one that was a wizard. It seems to be trembling for some reason. You're not sure what's up with that. I'm more concerned about the one that could just kill Conrad right there. So, uh, Fair enough. doing a check really fast. So I've done five, ten. I've got 15 movement left. And what is it to jump from the roof to the ground? Acrobatics? Acrobatics? Uh, acrobatics, yes. Okay, well, first I'm going to fire a shot at this lady. Okay. Uh, doop doop do, because, god damn it, Con- Conradi. What did I do? Don't, you, you, you died. I uh, didn't die. You're just dying. I'm just sleeping. From my understanding, werewolves have a lot of hit points. <laughs> You'd be correct. Uh, does a 29 hit? Yeah, yeah, I think a 29 hit. I think that's a record uh, for the for Just thinking of the ballpark. Got to check every time, you know. Um, checking things really fast. I, I don't think you do. Um, I'm going to Hunter Mark for the bonus action. Okay, oh, I can't do, quite yet. declare that first, but I will still let you. Yeah, if we'll just focus in on that. Just remember that from now on. Declare it first if you want. Yeah, I've... Sorry, I thought that was a reaction instead of a bonus. Nope. But yeah, he'll focus in on uh, probably that fucked up glowing gym blade that's been doing crazy shit. Um, then we'll roll the damage. I can find all my shit. 1d8 plus 6 plus... 1d6. 12 damage. Okay, one second here. Um, as you fire, uh, very accurate. Oh, did you add the d6 from the hunter's mark? Yes. Okay. 1d6, 1d8, and um, 6. Yeah, as you uh, fire down at this girl below you, she looks up, and when the arrow comes at her, and you can see the beating and breathing motions and the tracks they make in the world around her, she just grasps the arrow midair, and you can see as the feathers begin to peel themselves against the edge of her hand, the splinter is catching into her skin. But she stops it before it hits her, and drops it to the ground. And can the dog see me? Yes, he can, though. <laughs> you can I still wish. make the attack of the dog. I wish I got advantage on this because her back was turned. She is aware of the dog. That's fine. This is a 21 hit. That still hits, though. Ask every time. No, that's fine. That's standard. Well, does and- the other... Sorry. Go ahead. I was going to say... Does your attack count as hitting, but does no damage? Well, the, I don't know. It would be interesting to it see. They are damage. That doesn't necessarily mitigate the hit. What interesting. <laughs> I'm being Sorry. a rules lawyer in a game that we largely play. No, 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 but yeah, let me, what did you say? I missed it. Does her ability to catch the arrow merely mitigate all of the damage of the attack, or does it negate the attack? If it the attack hits, mitigates all of the damage. So then the dog would still get its free uh, attack. Yeah, I mean, the dog gets the free attack if he attacks he doesn't even have to oh hit. i didn't realize that sorry i'm bringing it up no no you're good it's it's fine understanding rules is part of this game so yeah uh, another 10 damage and a dc 11 to mm. not trip hard um, to trip her strength yeah the dog continues biting at her heels and striking at pieces of her seemingly unarmored body despite the difficulty he has getting through at some parts but uh Nonetheless, she still managed to stay standing. 
glaring at this creature lashing at her. He wasted that. Damn it. Um, Okay, well then, with the 35, 10, 15, he's going to get to the roof, so next time he can do the the, the thing. I meant to save my bonus action to transform the blades if I drop down. Uh, You still have a bonus action. Uh, that's what the uh, the hunter's mark is. The dog oh, he's he's rea- oh yeah, yeah, you, you hunter's mark. Never mind. You're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. Thanks for keeping track. So yeah, that's that's the end of turn. He's back onto where he was prowling, watching when this girl acted like she was normal, so he can next turn try and make sure Conrad's fine. I'm not. I mean, <laughs> I know you're not. But he does not like want to go down there, but Conrad's useful. All right. Yeah, um, if, if if the twin hits me, that's like an auto fail on the death save. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But one of them is running away, luckily. Okay. So, oh, um, spooky corpse. Uh, Ismark steps forward around over, yeah, here, uh, and points his sword across uh, the way, uh, past the tombstones, towards the vampire in front of him. The you, blood cursed. I shall have your head. Come, do battle with me. The vampire looks back uh, and seems confused, but uh, takes his sword out as well and points to cross over at his mark. This guy's going to get himself murdered. It's okay, though, then. Uh, I'll I'll, I'll not have to lie to him anymore. He already gave us the shit, so... I'm sorry, which... He's going after the far west vampire? East. Uh, Far east. Our east one, okay. Oh no, I see what he's doing. What an asshole! I love him. He's not dumb. <laughs> he's just not as good as the rest of you. His fault for, cannot. For the viewers at home, Max Max made a distinctive five foot shift to the uh, to the east or the west, which uh, puts a pit in between the vampire he just challenged in him. <laughs> I don't know that you might have crazy vampire cartoon magic. Where they float in air wait, over pits. Well, wait, he does. Yeah, he does. He doesn't know he's falling because he doesn't know there's a hole there. <laughs> um, yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah. So um, let's see. I need. I'm gonna make a whiz, a perception check for Victor to see if he understands the concept of turning here. I just want that clear because, like, he has no particular reason to know that this is a thing. Uh, I mean, he has been studying necromancy. He hasn't been studying divine magic. Well, yeah, but that seems like it's at least plausibly something you would learn early on in necromancy magic and explicit weakness in the undead. I mean, somewhat fair. Well, then I'll bump it up. I'll make it a history check instead. Um, That's the wrong book for his stats. This is the right book for his stats. Can you still make uh, undead crumble if they're low enough hit die and you turn them? Uh, uh, that's a cleric, cleric version, and that only affects certain like CR levels. Like you can do that to skeletons yeah. and zampos. Yeah, turn the un- turn the unholy does have a bonus, and that can be used on fiends. Ooh. Yeah. Um, okay. Um, that is his thing here. Was that? Um, used to use that amulet. Okay. Yeah. No, he watches, and he seems very. He seems to kind of grit his teeth, but then. Um, Let's see. Yeah, he'll point a finger uh, toward the, uh, uh, well, his idea. She's just trying. Anyway, yeah, he'll point a finger towards uh, the uh, young girl bearing the gem blade. And (laughs) a number of, like, blue and red streaked kind of spiraling comets emerge and launch out of his finger. Um, And double check 
thing. Uh, I think it works out. Okay, great. So that is... And then... Okay, so that is 26 force damage. Oof. As a num- as these many tiny spiraling comets kind of encircle her, and though she makes motion to kind of lean and dodge out of the way, they automatically adjust and bury themselves into her torso. Heat sinking fireballs. It's magic missile. Yeah, magic missile doesn't miss. Or all translate. Wasn't that one of the uh, bloodborne spells? Uh, she had like a yeah, uh, called the abyss or whatever it is. The one that oh yeah, the fucking one that Mikalash uses. Yeah. Mikolash and uh, the lady at Bergenworth, yeah. That can one-shot you. Yeah, this is this is less like a series of stars around him and more from one point. Uh, just us, these keep pouring out like a series of shots from a gun with a... Yeah, no, this is what the... <laughs> like it's right. like a really fucked up Roman candle. Basically. Um, okay. Um, let's see. With our vampire friends. <laughs> um, this one is scared. Does he get, uh, he rolls again to check if he breaks the DC, correct, each turn, like most fear things? Um, I think he's just feared for one turn. Oh, for one turn? Okay, yep. then it's just gonna affect him this turn as well, so never mind. Uh, yeah, he, uh, refuses to get any closer to you, and in fact steps off slightly into the ivy, his crisping skin crackling with his motions. Um, the other one, uh, makes a darting movement and ends up behind one of the uh, mausoleum grave sites to uh, stay away from the direction he can see of the blue hemisphere. <laughs> um, let's see. Uh, the vampire over to the east takes a step forward with his extended blade, walking in a practice duelist position that first has some difficulty as he steps on grease that he had not noticed to begin with and slips a few feet in a direction he did not intend. Uh, clanging through one of the ropes and bells. The, the, the sexy swagger is gone, and the, oh shit, I'm a wobbly teenager has happened. He stands back up and brushes hair out of his eyes with an indignant expression, and starts stomping with intent quickly towards Ismark. Uh, oh no! Okay, that he failed that roll too. Okay. <laughs> Man, thank god the ads are shit. This is some, this is some fucking wet bandage shit going on right now. <laughs> it did turn into home alone great yeah. all right 12 points of piercing damage <laughs> as he slips with his uh sliding foot as it catches against the claw of the linen and he lets out a small ah! <laughs> as he falls down a couple feet and impacts into the spikes oh. <laughs> uh, he is also considered prone and immobilized Dang it, now, a guy, now a guy can just take a leak on him hypothetically <laughs> Ismark just kind of leans over and is like, how are you going to fight me from in there? (laughs) Grimhild just says, light him. (laughs) Like, just interjects, like, set him on fire. He's very fine. Okay, I'm fine. (laughs) By the way, try to get Uh, rid of him before he realizes the werewolf is wearing his favorite armor. uh, He did not hold an action to uh, throw fire, but he did hold an action to uh, use a knife on this boy. So he'll just take a knife and then toss it down at the exposed back of this vampire. Uh, yeah, that'll hit. That's where we learn that he is an even higher level rogue than me. That he does seven damage. Fires off seven times. Uh, no, he does not have sneak attack. But the he does knife, do seven damage though. The knife is also a bomb. 
I mean, oh yeah, and as that goes off. If we can just toss a match down there, he's already got some whale on him. Poor fucking vampire. He's having a bad <laughs> like, I almost feel bad for this one. Like, he didn't ask for this bullshit. Uh, okay. Uh, so we'll let me check for his compatriot to the west. He notices just in time before stepping on the set of linens as he notices the water bunching up the mud and weighing down the set of linen and takes a series of steps around it. Um, walking upward, eyeing the wizard in the sky and moving uh to stay behind a tombstone well, what, how close was he that's only 15 yeah he can move behind this one um, ding, 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 ding. oh no not what you not yet i guess yeah not from his angle uh okay uh that's all the mook vampires gone <laughs> they had a productive turn up um so okay. this exterminator misty steps and then just nails fucking Nick to this crypt with two fucking bullets. Uh, <laughs> how greasy did the vampire get when he went through the grease? Pretty greasy. He kind of braced himself with his arm, so like one half of him is covered in oil. Okay. I'm telling you, just well, I guess, kind of do like a there. third of him, I guess, because not like his front or back or his left side, but his right side. <laughs> I have no idea what the axe does. It could just if I'm standing. It does a lot of things. It does a lot of things. Expend yeah, spell I'm, fire. I'm assuming some of them include like a 10 foot radius burst that would hit they me. Do. They include some AOE things. Uh, there's a lot of effects. Uh, either way, the uh, acts of down, down back south uh, with the twins, the wizardly inclined one in her terror simply spins on her heel and without saying much other than just like a kind of pleading motion towards her sister launches off sprinting out of there back down the road um uh yeah and that spot perfect goodbye forever hopefully i leave a very scary corpse (laughs) um illyria max it is your turn it is my turn um how is the one twin that's right here over the conrad corpse doing she seems shaky and injured, but compared to those other vampires you've seen, like, relatively hardy. She cool. seems to be more composed and a lot older and rationed than many of these others here. In other words, I was born five seconds earlier. I'm going to do one the northeast uh, square of her. Okay. Lightning bolt. Well, uh, you need to, of course, recast. Call lightning first. I oh she cut the concentration so the spell was even. She gone. countered the casting of the spell, not the attack. So I'm assuming the spell slot's still gone though. Yeah, it's still gone. That's how counter spell works. You still use the mana. <sighs> oh no, children! Grove, there's a way what? you can revive me. <laughs> okay. That's that's not an oh no moment, is it? Yes, it is. <laughs> I still have the nail from the from the winery. Fuck yeah! <laughs> that would rule. <laughs> I don't Fine. remember. A much this. more. Give me what it does. It was, I don't uh, remember a all much of more. It. A, a much more annoyed Illyria brings up call lightning again. Once at least again. happy that. The, uh, yeah. At least happy the storm's there, so she a, doesn't have to do everything. A pillar of crackling lightning pours upward into the sky and pans and flashes through the clouds available there, turning the lightning already there red, scarlet. Yes. But I, I hit I hit her upper All right. Right, upper right diagonal square, so I avoid hitting the Conrad corpse or the pup. And what is the save DZ? Uh is it mine or is it uh, It's yours. 
it is mine. I was saying if there was one in the spell for if it was mine. My save no, spell. no, spells, spells just do yours. <laughs> That's what all of them do. Okay. Yeah, um, mine's 14. Okay, she passes that. Alright. So she gets half of 40, 10. I forget if that God damn. Yeah. Only four what's your wisdom? Uh seventeen. That would still be 15, though, because you'd add the 3 plus 6 plus 8. Oh, wait, no. You're right. I'm more than willing to believe my DC is higher, but I don't think it is. She passed it either way. Doesn't matter. Yeah. Right but you, yeah. I believe it is 14 with the wisdom yeah. at that level. Um, five. Okay. Five points of lightning damage as you call forth a bolt that crackles next to her. She takes a half step off in the direction. You can see as the static still travels into her, arcing but it's quickly dispersed against the ground and against the edge of her blade. Um, let's see. Uh, do I have anything I could throw to Grove? I don't think so. No. You have the, the mega healing potion I gave you. So, oh, that's uh, right. You did give me the mega healing potion. But to, like, toss it, it wouldn't be a bonus. Okay, but I, can I walk and hand it to him? Uh, Sure. Cool, I'm right here now. Hey, Gro, have this mega healing potion. <laughs> Give it to Conrad. He needs it. <laughs> <laughs> well, he, like, guess... takes it, and he's just, like, scratching his beard, like, really nervously at what's going on. Like, he's got six, uh, like, this is quick rounds, but, like, he's, he's super worried. Because, um, yeah. He'll <laughs> be okay. You got a horse for, to help you. And a dog. The whole animal patrol. Um, okay. Um. He'll be all right. Let's see. Um, Nick, from your position, you can't see a straight line to the exterminator, which is helpful in knowing that a bolt could not travel directly to you. But you still hear that sound of leather sliding against stone, be it faint in the rain and uh, lightning. Uh, And you see as he quickly darts to the side and fires another bolt at you from the incredibly large crossbow. That is a... 23 to hit. Let me, let me check my... Sh- yes, it hits. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's double check. Just in case. That is 22 piercing damage. Okay, shave it to 11 again. <laughs> Oof. This seems rough. It's a little rough. <laughs> he is an exterminator. <laughs> um, I'm the exterminator. Oh, that's wow. terrible. No, that actually went pretty well. He takes Nick the time like now also. to swing about and place it behind his back. Uh, onto some sort of clicking mechanism and reaches to his sides to pull out the two crossbows next to him. And he raises one up and fires a much smaller, less iridescent bolt at you. Uh, that's a crit. Man, what a load Trying of bullshit for Nick. Action? Huh? Trying offense is a bonus action? No, it's not. It's not? It's not? No, it's part of your, okay. uh, well, part of your move. If this is the crossbow extra offhand thing, it's when you make a weapon with a one-handed attack with a one-handed weapon. No, you're correct. It's not. Okay. He, oh. he, he's he's a high enough level to have multiple attacks a turn. He just normally, the other time, used it to reload his crossbow. Gotcha. Um, so that is, since it was a crit, doubling that value, it ended up being uh, 17 piercing damage. Fuck! Oh, I'm exactly at zero. He maxed out the d6, and then it doubled. Okay. Uh, he immediately takes the action to flip a bolt back into place in the crossbow, but that is the end of his turn. Uh, okay. Conrad. Yes. Does anyone want to come rescue a guy 90 feet away from everybody else? We'll see. Conrad, you are 
unconscious. This is true, but there's something within you, not exactly you, not your devotion, not your focus, just a warmth. Not the warmth of angels, not the warmth of light, the warmth of a pulse, the warmth of blood, the warmth of fur, the warmth of a body. To those around you, Conrad's body extends. There is a rolling, almost not quite bubbling, more expanding from the inward as his muscles flex and pulse. Pieces of plate mail peel off, some kind of bending out of shape. Uh, as his body continues to grow larger, his mouth extending awfully into a jutting forward snout, and his body grows thick, covered with graying hair. Ruprecht has trouble supporting your size, and you tumble off his back, uh, falling heavily against the ground. Um, and there's a moment there where you're still not conscious, just this feeling of warmth. And then your eyes flicker open, and you feel many things. The sadness, the anger, the worry, the concern, but the hunger and the thrill. Uh, heal back to uh, 30 HP. Oh, that's even less than I'd hoped. <laughs> Don't worry. Uh, and let me, actually, I'm not sure if I have a token ready for this. I should have, but I'm the fool for not having one ready, but let me check. So it has come to this. Oh, oh no, I have one. Okay, we're good. Oh, boy. Uh, let's see. Lane. There we go. <laughs> I'm a big, a big boy, boy now. Yeah, uh, you yeah, are. Werewolves are large creatures. <laughs> They're large size category. Um, okay. Uh, you are conscious and you are ready. Uh, you uh, do not have any actions this turn. As that was essentially the revival, revival as your action. Okay. But, you know, next round, things will start happening. Uh, however, uh, gain an additional 10 HP. Ah, uh, I can't. I'll put it on my character sheet instead of my token. Oh, excuse me. One sec. Let me, no, let me give control of that to you. I have not done that yet. Um, controlled by, there we go. There you go. Now you can do it. Uh, for the rest of as long as you are in this form, you are considered to have uh, thir- 30 more maximum HP also. Okay. So I'm at 40 out of 97. We'll get to the rest of the changes as they become relevant. So see, becoming a werewolf saved you. Let's um, see if it's worth it. <laughs> okay. Now, it immediately comes back and you turn into one of those shitty, stupid things from Avatar Returns. Um, let's see. Here's- with you, with you yeah. in this state, uh, Ruprecht is not directly able to be influenced by you. <laughs> Um, and, uh, yeah, I suppose he'll just continue the one thing he was told to do and go ahead and stomp on that girl, but are you oddly? He should run down the one that ran away. Does that make sense? <laughs> this holy horse just stomping on this fleeing creature. Nah, we don't... I mean, I'm certain he would have informed him while still conscious, essentially, with their mental link not to do that. Yeah, we don't want to do that. <sighs> no, unless it would be you, hilarious. Unless he wanted to just wrong, turn but... around and come back and attack us. Anyway, um, go ahead and just make one roll for Ruprick. Okay. Uh, like seven. It's yeah, that misses. Pro- probably a little bit unsettling. She just weaves between his legs and just comes up underneath, still eyeing you, both Ruprecht and her. Uh, all right. Surprise! As your body falls sideways into the uh, muddy ground, uh, go ahead and make me a death saving throw. Huh. Uh, 15. Okay, that's one succeeded death saving throw. You did it. All right. Um, Grimhild. Okay. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. That guy's really fucking far away. Wolf um, the church steps. I guess I'm going to have to trust 
our good boy not to get himself fucking killed. I'm going to move one, two, three, four, five, six right here. And then I'm going to unload crossbow bolts and the dude across from me. Sure. Go ahead and roll those. Okay. Okay, uh, she 11 probably fucking misses. Nine fucking misses. Oh, wait, wait. Sorry. Those are the wrong rolls. Technically, I have plus one more, which is still not going to help. Yeah, you're correct. And the crossbow. Will it? It's. Uh, fuck. I need this guy to die. <sighs> Spend a superiority die to do a. Uh, just do a disarming attack, I guess. Sure. Sure. Um, three. Yeah. Almost plus four now, isn't it? Mm. Nine damage. Okay. And then he needs to make a save. Uh, against DC of? 16. Oh, yeah. No, he crazy failed that. You okay. come around the corner and let loose a series of three crossbow bolts that go sailing towards him. He kind of ducks and weaves around the side of the metal scaffolds and avoids the clattering of the wooden bolts most of the time. But as he comes up the uh, last time, it, the bolt goes directly through his hand, uh, keeping it shut for a moment where he panically tries to flick it open. And eventually his strength does break through the bolt. But in doing so, he drops his sword and it falls into the soft mud. Okay. Does he look pretty close to dead? Like, uh, he definitely looks wounded. Uh, okay. Win- like, what's the term for <laughs> wounded, winded, whatever? Always uh, bloodied. Bloodied. Yeah, bloodied. Yeah. There you go. All right. I'm going to. Whereas the other one across the way looks nearly dead. I am going to spend my action uh, search. Sure. And one, two, three, four, five, six. Actually, no. I want to move here to keep that dude out of line of sight briefly. And then. Does it also give you an extra move action? It gives you an extra everything. I know it gave you an extra action bonus action. I just wasn't sure it gave you an extra move. Oh, maybe not. Um, action surge. You can take one additional action on top of your regular action and a possible oh. bonus action. Hey, then I will just shoot him a bunch. Always a popular action. Yeah, a somewhat ineffective one currently. That's a crit, I think. It is a crit. You crit um, on 18? I crit on 9. Oh, fuck. God damn it. Yeah, I don't have advantage. Never mind. Ah. Okay, at least I assume they all hit. Yeah, all those hit. <laughs> okay. I want to. I'm gonna save those superior dice for later. I love rolling shit damage. Uh, he takes 19. Okay. Yeah, he definitely seems more wounded this time as you let loose a second flurry of bolts that sail across the sides. And as he's still looking down at his sword to the ground, he looks up to see these sailing through and piercing his clothing to his body. Um. Faustus, your turn. All right. Is that guy still standing? Yes. They are both quite injured. The one up north is considerably more injured. Uh, all these guys have just swords, right? Yes. Well, one of the one on the other side of that uh, mausoleum from you has dropped his sword. But yes, they just seem to have swords. All right. Uh, Faustus is... What stupid What's thing that? can you pull this round? <laughs> what stupid thing can I pull? Is Grimhild on a robot? No. Uh, she's next to one. Adjacent to one, yeah. Getting the robot. <clears throat> uh, are we allowed to step through them? Maybe not. Uh, yeah, I'll consider it uh, difficult terrain, but yes. So like 10 feet a square? Yeah, basically half movement through them. Because it's tight quarters, you're essentially squeezing through. One, two. Because remember, each of these, since they're so closely clustered together, is two units apiece. Three, four, five. You have one more. Up to six. Yep, just checking ranges. Uh, Six. And then I will cast haste on Grimhild. All right. Uh, yeah, the surge of uh, red mana leaking into you. Uh, 
Grimhild, once again, the world seems to kind of slow around you and you feel that fire in your veins that quickens your step. You feel ready. Let's go ahead and to continually remind ourselves. There we go. You have haste. Uh, and as we take this moment, uh, prep of the wolf emerging, the vampire twins separated and many of the small vampires failing their jobs, but the strong ones continuing to do well. I think we'll call it to this for now and readjourn for the thrilling conclusion next time. Woohoo! Yeah, we definitely need some help on this side of the church. So that round made it not so bad, although fucking... The, the, the other side, well, it did for a minute, but now there's a big fuck-off arrow from one of them ran away, so they're probably I, better off. I am so frustrated. <laughs> I am so sorry. That was a, a real... Uh... Real kick in the balls. I might as well have just not been here. <laughs> you, okay. This is going to sound fucked up. You drew his fire for At least I soaked his two of his hits, yeah. Uh, the so thing is, also, hits, I have a, one of those big healing potions, which I'm going to try to get to you, so we can both... Yeah, you have extra motion because of haste, you can just get there. Yeah, so I can just get up there while taking out this guy on the way. Yeah, to get over there and pour that shit down his throat. Alternatively, I can use the extra action to use dash... I'll quadruple my speed and run up to him with a greatsword. <laughs> this is true. Uh, worth noting that remember that pouring a potion to someone else is not a bonus action, it's a full action. Correct. Okay, I just want to make sure that was clear. But that is use an object, so you can use that with a bonus action from uh, this extra action, I mean. Yeah, no, I could very easily um, get up to him if I used it as a... Man, yeah, that, <laughs> that turn, though, is doing some fucking work here. Oh, fuck. I really feel like I should go to this little... This little guy's really fucked up. I think Faustus could probably take him on his own. Like, yeah, so unless there's any questions or anything, I think we can uh, end off recording there. I'll say a few things after recording, and then uh, I need to go do some work. Okay. Yeah, like, at, at the worst, there's he's got some time before the guy can actually get his sword up and get it to bear. 